Welcome back to this week's episode of the Rive Your Life podcast. We have got a show for you. So we're starting off, as always, with a word from the word with Blaine. Then moving off to a main segment with Ryan, talking about the 180 Project. Then we have a question of the week from Kinsey, as well as our news from the queue. So with that being said, go ahead and buckle up, because here we go. everybody this is Blaine with the word from the word and I'm excited to share this uh, word from the scripture with you and I hope that it is a help and encouragement to you as it has been to me and it is found in Joshua 24 uh, chapter 24 and verse 15 and it says and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord choose you this day whom you will serve whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And uh, just what a great verse that is uh, in seeing that uh, a clear decision was laid out of are you going to serve God or are you going to serve these fake gods, these idols? You can't serve more than one God. You can't serve multiple things. You can't live for the world and live for God. You have to make a choice. And I encourage you to choose God, to choose to live for Him, to choose to serve Him, to follow after Him, to seek Him. Uh, He is the one true living God, the Creator God. He created you and me. He knows the number of hairs on our head. And he desires to have a personal relationship with us. And those other things that we might choose instead of Him, they will not satisfy. You can choose the God of your phone. You're going to keep uh, needing to go back to your phone it's not going to satisfy you can choose the god of relationships of lust of envy of jealousy those things are now not going to satisfy you in the way that god the father can satisfy you and i hope that you realize what a great decision it is to choose god and i pray that you would choose god today tonight tomorrow and for the rest of your life. I thank you and God bless. Good stuff there, Blaine. Thank you for sharing that thought for this week's Word from the Word. Uh, Choose today uh, who you're going to serve, and I hope you all choose Jesus Christ. And uh, the most important choice you have for Jesus Christ is whether or not you choose to accept him as your personal Lord and Savior or reject him. So today I pray 
that if you don't know him as your savior, that you would choose to know him today and have a personal relationship with him. And if you do know him as your personal Lord and savior and have asked him into your heart and life, I encourage you to choose the things of God over the things of this world, uh, because those things are temporary and the world can satisfy you so much uh, before it destroys you. So please choose Jesus Christ and things of God and choose to live a life that is pleasing to him. So thanks again for that thought, Blaine. But uh, it is another week, so that means another episode of the Ride of Your Life podcast. So I thank you all for listening to this episode today. And uh, like I said in the cold open there, that we have a good show for you guys. We had our word from the word, so you know it's off to a good start there uh, when we're in God's word. And then we are going to be joining Ryan in the main segment this week to talk about uh, the 180 project that we've been working on and just the vision behind that. So uh, we'll talk more about that in just a moment. And then following that, we have some news from the queue, and we might have a bonus piece of news in there. So we might have six instead of five. So just stay tuned for that. We shall see. Wink, wink. Anyhow, um, (laughs) we do have a question of the week with Kenzie this week. So Kenzie has a question for us this week. Uh, So stay tuned for that, and uh, we'll have some closing announcements as well for Ride of Your Life. And this includes a very special interview we have coming up, and you will hear hear on the podcast first. Uh, This episode, uh, this interview won't premiere until uh, later in September but we'll talk about it later. And we do have another interview in between now and that time as well that I'll mention as well at the uh, close of this week's episode. But uh, without further delay, let's go ahead and get into this week's uh, main segment with Ryan. And we're going to be talking about the 180 Project. So let's head on over to the virtual studio to talk about the 180 Project. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's main segment of the Ride of Your Life podcast. Uh, This week, it's just Ryan and I, and uh, we're going to pass the mic off to Ryan this week. He's just going to share what the Lord's been doing in his life lately and just some of the things he's been working on and just praying about. And it's just neat to see what God's doing in his heart. So without further ado, I'm going to pass it off to Ryan. Yo, what is up, guys? And yeah, as Donnie said, I'm going to just share a little bit about some of the experience I've gone through specifically this year. And if you guys follow me on Instagram at Christian Coasters, have been for a while or maybe you're new, you would know that I've had a reputation, especially over the last year, of like making reels and you know making a lot of posts that just reflect teaching videos and glorifying Christ in all ways possible. And If you guys have been paying attention to that, if not, it's totally okay. I just kind of quit, and I really didn't have a good explanation. And that's kind of a little bit of what I wanted to talk about tonight. Um, I know this could be geared towards my followers, but, you know, I think it's a good crowd for the podcast as well, and that's why we decided to throw it in here. Because all fair, we've been talking about uh, exactly what I've been going through, and yeah, without further ado, let's just get into it. I mean, 
Coming around New Year, like, I was on fire. Like, I don't think you could have gotten my way. I had been, I had just recently gotten back from my first ever concert photo shoot, which, again, for those of you that are new and don't know, I am a professional photographer on the side. And I just gotten back from one of my first free photo shoots I did, but it was for my favorite band. They turned out really good. I started to make kudos with Disciple and... I, you know, from there, I gained confidence with, you know, my photography journey and I started to meet new people and, uh, vlogging was still a lot of fun for me. I'd just gotten back from one of my favorite trips I've ever taken. It might honestly be my favorite video I've ever put out, which was the Dollywood Christmas video. And we went just a few days before Christmas last year. And for reference, this is the end of 2022. If you are not sure what I'm talking about. Anyway, though, I I was on fire, man. And from there, Winter Jam was right around the corner. I went to two different Winter Jam dates. And if you know me, I love Christian music. I love going to the concerts and worshiping and getting to spend time with the Lord and just listen to a lot of my favorite bands, especially of different genres. And it all just kind of... I don't know what happened. I think once I got around February, like I started to slowly unintentionally just slow down. And what ended up happening was like, I was getting frustrated with my job. I thought that my job was the number one cause of frustration in my life. And you know, that I was just burnt out at work because it was just driving me crazy. You know, like anyone like burnout syndrome, and what ended up happening is within the next month, it drove me so crazy that halfway through March of this year, I just, I called it quits. I said, I'm sorry, I cannot do this anymore. And I walked away from it and I did not realize at the time that I was going to be the beginning of a huge spiral in my life. And I, in that time, like at first I loved it, you know, I was, I was editing photos. I was editing all the videos that I had, you know, stocked up over time. I was too tired to edit. Like I had time to do all that stuff. And I literally, I, I, I was so happy at that, in that moment because what I didn't realize then, but I realize now, and I'll touch up more on this later is that I had removed Christ from the throne of my heart and I let myself, you know, sit on the throne Everything was going to be done my way. I was going to try and start a photo business, which I will also brush up on that later. But that did not go quite exactly to plan. And, you know, I had just, you know, I thought, okay, uh, let's just do some freelance jobs like Uber, DoorDash, get some extra money. And, you know, let's just, let's just cruise. And, you know, it was nice. I didn't have a boss I didn't have to worry about like cameras at work and being watched all the time, which in in all honesty, those are not inherently bad things sort of to make sure that the job is being done correct. It's just, it's one less thing to worry about. And while a lot of stress was going away in my life, as time went on, I went to Texas with my friend Justin and I have no regrets going on that trip. It was absolutely amazing. I met my girlfriend Leah and, that was uh, a huge turning point in my life because there's so many things about relationships I didn't understand. 
I didn't know that, you know, they can help you with loneliness, but there's so many things with it, like learning how to still stay committed to Christ while being in a relationship is, it doesn't matter how Christ like your girlfriend is like, that is a very difficult thing. And I think anyone else in that situation would agree. So between that and, you know, being out of work, you know, I started spiraling because, you know, I, I was letting myself at the, I was running the throne of my heart and I just kept on working and working and working and working and working towards doing photos. And it was just going nowhere. And I started to realize that I made some mistakes and in that process, I'll be vulnerable. I was staying at a little studio apartment and I didn't realize that the 60 day notice they give you is mandatory, not optional. And what ended up happening is essentially I got charged to stay on another 60 days after I had already moved out. And I had already gotten the lease with the people I was living with at the next place. And it was like, oh, great. And there's late fees piled up on top of that. So you got 60 days of trying to pay for two rents when you get out of work. Well, as you can see, that did not go well. And that spiraled into a state of like serious depression. During that time, there were some choices I made that I would, I would say I would regret. I mean, things that just are not very honoring to the Lord that I allowed to happen. And I wish I could say once, but it happened multiple times. And it wasn't till like three months of just living a spiritually dead life to even realize, like, Ryan, like, you are not even the same person you were, say, six months ago. Like, the beginning of the year, you were on fire for outreach. You wanted to go to every Christian concert there was. You were always posting about Jesus or at least photos in general. And it got to a point where it was like late June, and I'm like, I, I ain't got, I don't have the motivation, and it's just, it's not there. And, you know, I'm just asking God, which is very hard to do in those situations, because when when you're a Christian and you first accept Christ, you you know what you did was wrong in your past life. You bring it to rest, and you accept Christ and move forward with your life as a new creation. What is very difficult to do as a new creation in Christ is go back to Jesus and say, I messed up this opportunity you've given me. And it was like the most shameful, depressing feeling I had that I was carrying with me for like probably up to four months. And it took me a long time to be able to confess to people like, okay, look, this is what I did. And it, w- it wasn't even just the first person to tell me. It wasn't until I got like 10 people to tell me like, dude, your life is not over. Don't give up. Like keep on fighting. Like you, there's forgiveness in the cross. And for me, it was one of those things where it was like, I know there's forgiveness, God, but I still wronged you. And who's to say I won't do it again. And it was a very, like, it was just a very spiritually dark place. And honestly, like, I, even to now, I yet to pick up the Bible in, like, months. And 
it was getting depressing because I had people left and right going like, Ryan, where have you been? Are you good, dude? Like, we haven't heard from you. We haven't seen you. We, we don't know. And I'm just, you know, I'm just out of it. I, it was like almost this like dormant state where I was like, okay, like part of me wants to keep going after God. The other part of me wants to just give up. And, you know, my girlfriend, like, we've had a great relationship. And that has been the one thing that is, I would say, has kept me happy. And that's great. And it's definitely a God-given relationship. And I praise the Lord for it. And uh, I'm going to tell you guys this now. I told Donnie this and a few other people the other night. Anything you have seen from me in the last, like, month, month and a half is because she's pushed me to do it. I have not had the motivation to do it. I have not had the motivation to do a whole lot. So to summarize all that up, I reached a point, an all-time low, where I was out of work. I was out of money. I was out of motivation. And I was really, really, really on like the edge of a cliff with my faith. And I was stuck. And I'm going to tell you guys exactly how I, I won't even say got out of it, but I am getting out of it. And the first thing I did was this. And the Bible says that a man that is honorable goes to work. And if you read, I think it's First Thessalonians, maybe it's Second Thessalonians. It's been a while, but I think it's chapter three of Second Thessalonians, if my brain is correct it is it talks about you know how working too much can be an idol but working too little can be an idol and i watched working too little become an idol in my life and i think that was definitely one of the root issues that led to where i got to and you know it was just it was difficult it was difficult to Accept that, that I had like, you know, Ryan, this is your fault. I mean, part of you, the enemy, like, he's so good at what he does. Because one minute he'll deceive you that you're the problem. And then the next minute he'll deceive you by saying you can blame him for your own problems. Like, you can blame Satan for your own problems. Yeah, he does that. And I started having these thoughts where I'm like, okay, so I quit my job or I went back to that same sin again even after I said I wouldn't. It's clearly Satan's fault because, you know, he's the one who just deceives me into doing it and I can just keep living my life the same way and it's going to get better. And that's how I operated that whole time. It, It truly is. And it wasn't until I just realized, like, look, I had, like, my T. Swift moment. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. And I needed to put my foot down, literally slam it down and say, okay, no more. I'm done. I'm done with this. I don't know what this is going to look like. I don't know exactly how I'm going to feel, but I need to be done with this. And right about that time, I was listening to Jordan Feliz's song 180. And that was one of my favorite songs way back when I was even – a young Christian at the age of 18. And that song came out and it just, it railed me then. And it hit me hard again this time. 
And if you don't know that song, you guys need to listen to it. But, you know, it's a song about literally, like, coming to God with your brokenness right where you are. And it, it talks about a lot of the emotions I was feeling during this time. Feeling lost, feeling hopeless, feeling confused. And it's about just, like, saying, hey, Jesus, like, I'm going to turn my heart around 180 degrees and run back to you. Because God will keep chasing after you. But if you keep running away, and there's a saying that you can't outrun God's grace, you might not be able to outrun it, but you're always going to be just out of reach if you don't take that step back towards him. And that's the hardest thing I had to swallow. It was like, okay, I'm the problem. Let's fix this. So I'm actually, I'm just trusting the Lord with this. I don't have a script right now. And I said, okay, I'm going to talk to some people. And Donnie was the first person and Leah was the second. And I told them both. I said, hey, I've got this idea. And this is going to be shocking considering I've been in this dormant state for the last three months or so. And I said, I wanted to start this movement for my own page called 180. And it might be something we implement in this podcast too. And the 180 movement is literally going to be a chance for any other Christians that felt like me. Where you you found Christ, you messed up, you get to this state of dormantness, and then you really, you, you get in that you're just stuck like I was where you want to keep going, but you also just want to give up because you don't even know what to believe about yourself in that moment. And that's what I hope God uses through this to bring to his glory, because I don't, I don't want the glory for this. I am the one who disobeyed God. I knew right from wrong and I still did wrong. But what I wanted to do is just not only give myself an opportunity and a platform to come out and like, testify about the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God during that whole period of time. But I want to give you guys an opportunity to learn how you guys can too get out of this rut. And that's what I was like, okay, we're going to do so. It's got to be the 180 movement. And yes, it's inspired by that Jordan Feliz song. And, you know, through that, I would also like to just testify a little bit of the good things God has been doing in my life. Uh, praise the Lord, even though the photo business has not gone exactly how I had hoped, I did manage to get one paid photo job with a family photo shoot. So praise the Lord for that. I'm hoping that's the start of something great, but if not, so be it. And another great thing probably the best thing to take away from all of this is after messing around with another employer that did not go to plan and I did not like it as much as I wanted to after about three months out of work, I went back to my previous employer and ended up getting reinstated. And not just that I even was given some better benefits. Like they have overtime opportunities every once in a while that I can pick up their, I got to keep my seniority. I got to get a clean slate with attendance. And it it just felt like the biggest I love you from God. And 
I literally went back to this job expecting people to have the dirtiest looks and like the biggest grudges. Like it's one thing when you feel it with your savior, but when you feel it with your savior and work, you know, it's really intimidating. But I went back in there and I said, that's it. I need the money. I'm going back to this job. The amount of love and respect I was treated with was just mind blowing. And it, it almost felt, even from certain individuals there who aren't Christians, it almost felt like a demonstration of God's grace being portrayed right in front of me. I left the job. I ran away. I went back, and I've been treated with love, even though I thought it wasn't going to be that way. And in that moment, I'm like, wow. I need Jesus to be in the throne of my life again. I'm the one who needs to go back. He can keep chasing after me, but if I keep running, I'm not gonna I'm not getting anywhere. But when I went back towards Jesus like I am right now, for the first time in a long while I'm feeling hope again. I'm feeling motivation. I I love my job. Actually, as shocking as that may sound, I love it. I don't feel burnout because what I also learned is when I thought that my job was the problem, the problem was also me because I had a bad attitude going into work. I was trying to do too many things outside of work, which resulted in overworking, which is also something that can become an idol and keep you away from God. And I learned that sometimes... You can just go to church on Sundays, pay attention, keep your close Christian friends close, but that doesn't mean you have to go to every single church function there is. And that's something I learned the hard way. It will wear you out, and that's why I was always late, because I was wore out all the time. I'd sleep through these alarms. And I'm a testimony that, you know, literally all these things happened for a reason, and it was for God to show me exactly who he is, who he's going to be, and who he will always be. For not just me, but anyone else who needs him. And, I mean, yeah, you could say, like, yeah, I overworked myself for, you know, the job is the most important thing in my life. But as you guys have seen, I ran in both situations away from important things in my life. And the only reason I even get to say that I'm still on my own taking care of myself is because of the goodness of God. And that's it. That's all you can say. Uh, By the grace of God, those finances I was able to pay off due to some, uh, let's just say, family donations of me growing up. And I'm very grateful for it. Some of that money I thought I'd never be able to use I was able to use, and it's only, you know, from the love and support of my family in previous years and the grace of God, honestly, he is the provider. I, I cannot explain exactly. I feel pain for people that look in their bank account and see zeros. I never thought I'd be that person. And I became that person. And, You know, before I loved outreach, but now I really love outreach because I want to help people that feel like that every day of their life. And, you know, 
all this rambling and you know storytelling the, to the best of my ability without a script and everything combined i i hope what you take away from this is just that as i said before god is the reason that i'm able to get out of this he is everything you will need he is everything he's just amazing and he loves you all so much because he loved me during all this and he can still use you and i want you to know i don't know if it's i don't know if it's like a porn addiction or if you know you're maybe it's sexual sin of some sort or it's you know maybe you're just you're cussing a lot or you are just losing sight of the lord the enemy wants you to think that you're done and he's going to throw everything at you. As I said earlier, he threw a lot at me and it's really easy to fall for it, especially when you take those discipline, the disciplinary steps in your Christian walk out of your life. So my message is this simply like the what not to do's of life from Ryan. I've quit a job before and found a new one, and it was fine. Just because something works the first time doesn't mean it's going to happen the second time. Always remember that. Two, you need to learn that sometimes there's always a bigger picture than what you see is going on in your life. Don't judge a book before you start to read all the pages on the inside of it. Because I learned that when I thought my job didn't, you know, care about me, they loved me more than I could ever even imagine. And I was just too stupid to see it. Three, quit blaming other people for your problems. There's a good chance you are the problem and you just need to learn how to see it. Four, quit complaining about what other people are doing. If it drives you crazy, great. But guess what? That same grace that Jesus just showed me, you have to show to other people, especially if you're in that situation, because that's the least you can do. And five, just do not lose sight of the Lord. Whatever you do, do not forget about his grace. Do not forget about the price he paid. Do not forget about all the good things he's done in your life. And if for some reason you find yourself in a position like I did where something you swore you'd never do in your life ends up happening to you. Don't let that be the end. Let that be the old man and pick up your new, pick up your cross and wear the robe of righteousness. That's why it's called a robe of righteousness because no matter what man you are, you get to put it on every morning. Keep it on. Keep reading the word. And I hope that God uses those words to teach y'all something and that you guys can get hope from that. And lastly, I just want to say to anyone who knows about Christian Coasters or my behalf of Right of Your Life or the photography with Ryan Stubler Media and has supported me through all of this time, you know, I've had people look at me and say that, you know, you've changed so much, Ryan, and I don't even know who you are anymore. There are people that stuck with me and did not say those things 
And I just want to say your words mattered. And they got me through a lot of that hard time. And just thank you. If you guys listened to that whole thing, I know that's probably a lot and a lot of jumping around, but it's just how my brain works. And that's how God made it. And I would like to say, lastly, on a little note of hope, this week I am planning on getting my Bible study going again, at least once a night, picking up the book of Numbers right where I left off. And I just, I want you guys to know that I think my heart's right in the right direction again. And now that I've moved into my new apartment, praise the Lord about that, I now am able to kind of think a little clearer, have a little bit more accountability because of people I've talked to. And I plan on making some more content, so... I think that's a good positive note to go out on. And yeah, I'm I just want to say I'm sorry if anyone thought that I'd been falling off. You were right. You weren't wrong. You were right. I had changed. But you know, whatever you get from this, just remember that God did all of this. Well, I did some of it, but God did all the good stuff. Amen. And Thank you for sharing all that, Ryan, just being honest and um, open about just the valleys. It's easy to talk about the highlights of our life, the the good side, but it's uh, it's even tougher to talk about the ugly stuff. Uh, but the Bible tells us to be honest with our brothers and sisters in Christ, and to be honest, and that's the, one of the first steps of healing, and to gain that uh that new start is just to be honest. And we do appreciate you for sharing that and just sharing your heart. And we're excited about um, what God has in store with 180. And we'll talk about that more as um, Ryan uh, seeks the Lord for that and um, what it means for Christian coasters and Rive Your Life. So, uh, But something that stuck out to me when Ryan was sharing his story and his um, his heart is from Luke chapter 15, and I'm going to read a few verses here. And if you know your Bible a little bit, this is the story of the prodigal son. And uh, I can't help but read this story and just um, see myself in those shoes sometimes. And in verse, starting in verse 18, after, uh, for those who don't know the story of the prodigal son, um, there's the son and his father. And uh, one day the son decides... Um, you know what? I'm tired of living this life. I need you to give my inheritance. I need you to give me everything that I, I rightfully deserve. Give me, give me, give me, give me. The father says, all right, here you go. And then the son runs off, lives a riotous life, lives a life in the world. And, um, there comes a point in time where all of that's gone. And he's living, as the Bible says, with the pigs and he's eating the pig's food. And there comes a point in time we're going to pick up here in verse 18, and this is Jesus speaking in a parable, which is a, a story that people can relate to with a heavenly meaning. And it says in verse 18, I will arise and go unto my father, and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. I am no more worthy to be called thy son, and make me as one of thy hired servants. And here's a part that's just a beautiful picture of our God. And this story is about us running away from God and coming back to God. But in verse 20, it says, And he arose and came to his father. 
But when he was yet a great way off, the father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Verse 21 says, And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against thy sight. I am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said unto the servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring him hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was once dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they began to be merry. And uh, Jesus wraps up that story with there was that other brother that was jealous of everything that was going on. And there will be people like that. People who are not happy what God's doing in your life. A sinner that comes back to God. A sinner that repents of their sins and moves from their sin. Um, There's going to be people who oppose you, but there are more people who are cheering you on. And that's something I love about the body of Christ, our brothers and sisters in Christ, is the fact that they cheer on um, in the good, the bad, the ugly. They encourage you to come back to God in the ugly, and then they, they rejoice with you when you do come home. And um, man, you can't read that story without getting a lump in your throat and tear in your eye. And just, that's how good our God is. He loves us when we think he doesn't love us. When we've messed up our lives and when we think we've hit rock bottom and there's no way God can forgive me of this, that, or the other, whatever sin it may be, whether it be drugs, alcohol, sexual, whatever it may be, there is a loving God who's willing to forgive you of your sins. The Bible tells us, um, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And if that's you today, if you're here and thinking, I've hit rock bottom, there is no way God can forgive me. That's the devil telling you he can't forgive you because there's a God in heaven who will forgive you of whatever sin. It may be, um, you might be dealing with drugs, alcohol, pornography, sexual, whatever it may be. God is willing to forgive if you are his child. And that's the awesome thing about a parent and a child relationship is there, there's a special relationship that no one else can have. And when you're a child of God, when you've accepted him as your personal Lord and Savior, he's willing to forgive you even in your ugly state. So that's just something I thought of when you shared your story, Ryan. It's just how good our God is and that he's willing to run. And as we see here, the prodigal son, his father, he ran to his son, fell on his neck, kissed him and said, I love you. I missed you. Welcome home. I want to give you the very best. And that's what God has for those who turn back to him. So, um, as we close out the main segment, Ryan, do you have any final thoughts of anything else you want to share the Lord's put on your heart? Yeah. Uh, one thing, if you, I should have mentioned this earlier, if you are in that position too, there's a lot of times where you're going to run to God and you're going to be like, I'm not going to do this again. And you're going to probably do it again. That's probably the hardest part about that. But The one thing I will say with that, too, is even when forgiveness is there, you want to – it's so hard to do this because you want to say, oh, well, it's okay. I don't – I can love myself during this situation because, you know, the cross is enough. But you also are in this other position where it's like, I do not want to abuse God's grace here. I'm going to tell you now – as crazy as this sounds, that 
forgiving yourself is actually the right thing to do. And that is one of the weirdest things I could say because you want to legalistically follow Christ to the best of your ability, but it's the enemy that wants perfection out of you, not God. And the other thing I would say is this. When I when way back when I was struggling with porn, the one thing I would do that changed it is when I read Romans eight. I know I've talked about this the very first, you know, testimony episode I had in season one. I said, Romans 8 just talks about God's never-ending love. And in Romans 8, 11, it said the spirit is, or even when the body is dead to sin, the spirit is alive because of righteousness. It's like unbelievable to think about that. But you are loved exactly as you are. Don't give up. You can keep fighting. You can keep failing. As long as you are repenting to God, and I would highly suggest finding at least a couple Christian leaders in your life to talk about some of those things with, it will, it, uh, God's honest truth, it will fix itself. I can't put that into words. That is the goodness of God, the holiness of Christ, that he gives you, maybe not Overnight, but he will give you the strength over time and endurance on how to say no to things you normally used to say yes to. And I don't know what it'd be in your life, like Donnie said, but choose to love yourself in a biblical way and love God and just keep seeking his word. You're allowed to seek his word even when you mess up. And that's one thing I wish I could have told myself years ago. And that's one thing I wish I would have remembered during these struggles. Amen. And uh, if there's anything we can do to help you, if there's anything you need to talk to somebody about, we're just a um, DM or text way. Um, we'll plug those ways you can connect with us at the end of this podcast today. But uh, Ryan and I both are here. And if you need to talk to Ryan, I'm sure Ryan would be glad to talk with you and just pray with you about whatever's going on in your life. And um, I'm the same way as well. But uh, we do want to thank you again, Ryan, for just uh, being honest and sharing uh, what God's been doing. It's neat to see that. And just um, it's cool to be a part of that pride of your life and uh, to see it firsthand and we're excited to see what God has in store uh, for the days ahead. So we'll head on back to the remainder of this episode. Awesome. Thank you, Ryan, for uh, that main segment for this weekend, introducing the 180 Project. And we'll announce more and talk about it more as we get closer to uh, implementing that on Christian Coasters and in the podcast here. So thanks again, Ryan, for this week's main segment. But uh, next, we'll be getting in some news from the queue. So, uh, yeah, we got quite a bit of news this week, and we have some more definitely next week with announcements just keep rolling and rolling and rolling. Uh, it's again, it's announcement season. So expect news upon news. And uh, there's so much news this week. 
that I had to add one more uh, news segment in here. So instead of five, we have a bonus number six. So why keep jabbering? Let's get on over to the news from the queues. Welcome back to this week's news from the queues. We got quite a bit of news here this week and so much news that we actually have a bonus uh, news from the queues. So we're going to go ahead and get started with our first article this week from Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. And they are announcing some new thrilling attractions coming in 2024 to the park. And the press release here says... The Thrill Capital of South Texas today announced park enhancements, thrilling upgrades, and three new family-friendly thrills coming to the largest DC universe at any amusement park in the U.S. The new rides include Cyborg Cyber Revolution, Shazam Tower of Eternity, and the Metropolis Transit Authority were presented during the annual FT92 fan event. One of the most anticipated events of the year, FT92, highlights the latest park developments and new attraction announcements. Additional park enhancements will feature the transformation of several existing attractions to include new superhero and supervillain themes, including the Penguins, Gotham City Getaway, Supergirl, Skyflight, Poison Ivy, Toxic Spin, and so much more. Six Flags Fiesta Texas continues to invest in the guest experience and create a dynamic collection of multi-generational attractions for every member of the family, said Park President Jeffrey Sieber. The addition of three new attractions, along with the reimagining of several others, will create the largest and most exciting DC universe at any amusement park in the U.S., we're excited to introduce our guests to the truly immersive experience at Seabird. The three new attractions adding uh, to this new area include, uh, again, Cyborg Cyber Revolution, which creates a visually stunning and airtime-filled uh, ride experience of four individual arms rotating in fast, immersing uh, orbits. Uh, Ride stays seat, rider stays seated uh, upright as arms swing in a circular motion while the tower rotates around itself. Then we have Shazam's Tower of Eternity is a rotating family drop tower experience taking riders of all ages to a height of 70 feet before a series of bounce and drop sequence. Then finally, Metropolis Transit Authority includes where it allows 16 passengers to relax and enjoy an aerial view 17 feet above DC Universe aboard two Art Deco covered monorail style trains. So that sounds pretty cool. And uh, this Marvel fan here might actually start moving towards DC because this sounds pretty awesome. So if we could have a Marvel land like this, you know. Just saying. Just saying. Moving on <laughs> to number two here, we have SpongeBob SquarePants themed dark ride coming to Circus Circus in Las Vegas. Uh, you'll soon be able to visit the pineapple under the sea without having to leave Las Vegas. 
A new SpongeBob SquarePants-themed dark ride is coming to Circus Circus in time for the winter, according to a press release. The ride named SpongeBob's Crazy Carnival Ride will take guests through the seafloor via sets, special effects, animatronics, and integral projections. The story of the ride sees Mr. Krabs invite riders to try their luck on several Carnival Midway games, while the arch-rival Plankton plots to steal the secret formula for the Krabby Patties. Guests from all over the world will love um, how over-the-top optimism and humor that SpongeBob SquarePants embodies is integrated into the exciting new attraction, says Shana Garrity, the Senior Vice President and Operations of Circus Circus, said in a statement. And this ride will be created by Dar- uh, Sally Dark Rides and will cost around $6 million to produce. So this sounds pretty stinking awesome. And uh, I really have no desire to go to Las Vegas, but this sounds worth it. This sounds really cool. And the fact that they're using animatronics, I'm excited to see how this they execute this. So I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for some is coming out later this year it sounds like so Sally always knocks it out of the park so I'm excited to see that now on to number 3 we're moving into some spooky news here Knott's Berry Farm just announced their 50th year of not Scary Farm uh, festivities so Knott's Berry Farm celebrates 50 years on select nights September 21st through October 31st of this year uh, this past Thursday evening, Knott's Berry Farm announced their lineup for this year's Halloween Haunt, or better known as Knott's Scary Farm, event, which includes three new haunted houses, including the Chilling Chambers, Room 13, and Cinema Slasher, one newish scare zone, The Gauntlet, which is actually a former scare zone that they had many years ago, so they're bringing it back in a whole new light, three new shows, um, including the return of Dr. Cleaver and Dr. Cleaver's Returns, Music, Monsters, and Mayhem, and The Hanging Uncancelled, and Legacy Museum's uh, Store Shop Experience to celebrate the 50th anniversary. Knott's Berry Farm is the longest-running and most haunting Halloween theme park event in Southern California, and it's actually where all of our theme park haunts began. With 50 years of nightmares, unimaginable scares, and innovative thrills, Not Scary Farm has left no tomb unearthed, no crypt unrattled, and no fear untouched. Experience the culmination of 50 years of terror in the fully transformed theme park with uniquely haunted mazes, attractions, sinister shows, and more than 1,000 horrifying creatures lurking in the fog and hiding across every inch of the park. Visit Not Scary Farm this Halloween season to help usher in the next 50 years of frights. Not Scary Farm is not recommended for children under the age of 13. Any guest, regardless of age, needs to have their own paid ticket for admission. So, it sounds like they're going to have a really cool celebration this year, marking 50 years a theme park for rides. So definitely check it out if you're out in the California area. 
And speaking of Cedar Fair and Halloween, we transition over to the East Coast uh, for Carowinds debuting dueling fall parades to enhance seasonal offerings. And a twist of odds in the air of eeriness to the arrival of autumn, Carowinds today announced their two captivating fall parades, injecting fresh dimensions into its seasonal lineup. The Tricks and Treats Parade and the Procession of Nightmares Parade are all set to captivate and engage guests. The Tricks and Treats Parade, um, Carowinds daytime celebration, the Great Pumpkin Fest, offers family-friendly excitement running from September 16th to October 29th on Saturdays and Sundays. This special event with a speck of spooky is available during the park operating hours from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. The culmination of Great Pumpkin Fest is marking the Halloween party. The Tricks and Treats Parade, starting at 3.30 p.m., takes the magic of Halloween to the park's midways. Adorned with iconic Halloween scenes, the mesmerizing floats wind through carowinds, offering a visual delight. This daytime spectacular features beautiful decorated floats, kooky, spooky characters, that guest of all ages can dance with along the route and a fang-tastic dance party with iconic Halloween jams. And moving to the night, Procession of Nightmares. For scenes of the underworld, the Procession of Nightmares kicks off at 7.30pm. This enthr- enthralling display that promises a con- convoy of hideous, monstrous structures slithering through the mid through the park. Uh, joining the grotesque characters, mesmerizing effects, bone-chilling music, several unique floats meticulously crafted by Current Studios in New Orleans, Louisiana, stands as the centerpiece of the parade, adding an air of mystique to the festivities. The parade unfolds again the backdrop of Scarewinds, the Carolinas' premier Halloween event, scheduled for select nights from September 15th through October 29th. Scarewinds expands five, expanses five haunted mazes, six scare zones, live performances, and other haunting experiences. More details to come. So, this sounds pretty cool, and I hope this goes to other seat fair parks, including Kings Island. Wink, wink. So, moving on to number five. Crayola Experience is coming to Pigeon Forge in 2024. The first of five Crayola Experiences uh, locations developed in the U.S. by 2027, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, brings the world of Crayola to life. Bright Colors LLC and its strategic partner, Kingsman Experience, Inc., and association with Crayola LLC, announces today that Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, will be home to creative brand new Crayola Experience family experience entertainment venue. The new generation of Crayola Experience will add a unique splash of color to Tennessee's popular vacation destination in fall of 2024. The Crayola Experience has been a family destination and interactive uh, creative play for more than 25 years. The adventures of these immersive attractions help kids and adults alike explore art, technology, and express their creativity and experience color in a whole new way. The newest member of the Crayola Experience will pack 
will be the brand's sixth attraction, joining operations in Pennsylvania, Florida, Minnesota, Texas, and Arizona. The 30,000-square-foot indoor family entertainment center planned for Pigeon Forge will have more than 20 hands-on attractions and a retail store featuring the world's largest selection of Crayola products and unique souvenirs. Visitors will delight in the immersive, never-before-seen attractions, as well as beloved, one-of-a-kind Crayola experience activities, such as naming their own crayon, starting their own coloring page, and creating melted wax art. The Crayola experience at Pigeon Forge will introduce new, colorful adventures and iconic lineup of immersion, imagination immersion, immersion attractions and activities. Try saying that 10 times fast. Taking the experience to a whole new level, says Warren Soar, the uh, Crayola uh, Senior Vice President Business Development, Global Licensing and Experiences. We've sharpened our crayons to create a new experience that transports guests into the whimsical world of Crayola crayons and markers. <laughs> We're very excited to be the developing first of the next generation of the Crayola experience at Robin Turner, Management Director of Bright Colors. This will mark one of the first global branding attractions for Pigeon Forge area. We will continue to focus on family-friendly markets with a strong tourism and residential draw to bring colorful world of Crayola to a whole new audience. The Pigeon Forge attraction is the first of five Crayola experiences, locations, bright colors, plans to open over the next five years as part of the licensing agreement with Crayola. So this is, sounds pretty cool. And this will be located in the former um, Smoky Mountain Opry and uh, Miracle Theater location. So this is right next to Hard Rock Cafe and Wonderworks. So this will be a neat new experience for families of all ages. And moving on to our bonus uh, news from the queue this week is from Silverwood Theme Park. So Ward Theme Park announced an expansion of their Boulder Beach Water Park in 2024. Welcome to the Emerald Forest. Nearly four acre, 30% increase. Expansion of our current Boulder Beach Water Park. Filled with activities and attractions for every family member, the Emerald Forest is a place where you can immerse yourselves in the wonders of nature, embrace the thrill of the hunt, and enjoy the discoveries. The first attraction and part of this expansion is the Eagle Hunt. The crown jewel of this expansion is Eagle Hunt, the first dueling water coaster in the west of the longest dueling water coaster in the U.S. Standing at 925 feet in length, riders will race against the clock as you slide through three high-speed flying saucers, including uh, getting a blast of four hills and dive through the first Pro Slide Shadow Effect as you splash to the bottom. With the water coaster having two lanes, not only will you be able to race against your friends, but you are setting up a truly unique time uh, trial for experience where you'll be able to pick your prey and race down the slide like an eagle in uh, pursuit of its prey. If you get to the bottom of satisfied time, you will have caught your prey. If you don't make it in time, the prey will have gotten away. We are excited to finally bring a water coaster 
Pacific Northwest and have our guests have the opportunity to experience one of these amazing attractions. Next is the Salmon Run. For our little adventures, we uh, present the Salmon Run immersive kitty area inspires uh, fish that habit the Idaho lakes. Ranging from 36 to 82 feet long, guests will whiz down through twisting tunnels, uh, laughing in winding tracks, and splash in the refreshing waters. With eight different slides to choose from, your kids will be entertained for hours. Oh, and if that's not enough, did we mention a new splash pad as well? That sounds pretty cool, and it's always nice to see expansions and uh, improvements on water parks include some new attractions that are very well themed and nothing that we've seen before. So with that being said, this has been this week's news from the queue back to you, Donnie. Thanks Donnie for the news from the queues. Okay. I'm going to have to stop doing this. This is weird. <laughs> but Anyways, uh, let's go ahead and transition over to this week's question of the week from my wife, Kinsey. guys this is Kinsey with this week's segment of question of the week and the question we have for you guys this week is what is your favorite fall tradition or favorite thing to do in the fall time let us know in the comments down below thanks thanks Kins for this week's question of the week uh the question of the week what is your favorite fall uh tradition event what do you like to do in the fall? What's the highlight of your fall season? Uh, again, let us know this week on our social media, and we will, uh, again, read off some of those responses and just interact with you a little bit. And with that being said, let's go ahead and look at some of these responses from last week's uh, question of the week, which was, what is your comfort coaster? Uh, what's your comfort coaster? So we're going to go ahead and... I'll pull up your responses here, and let me see here. Here we go. So some of these were repeats, which some of these surprised me <laughs> being a comfort coaster because some of these are far from relaxing. Uh, but hey, if this brings you comfort and brings you as a stress reliever, cool. And, uh, we all need that, and like I said last week, my comfort coaster is Orion. Just a nice, smooth ride, and again, it's one of those I'm even questioning right now. <laughs> How is that a comfort coaster? But hey, it is what it is. But uh, we're going to go ahead and read what you had to say about what is your comfort coaster. So we have here first, coasters underscore games. They said Diamondback. And then you have Tristan underscore MS1 saying Griffin at Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Then riding with Tiger, uh, Diamondback. Nothing gets me out of a funk like good satin floating airtime. And then we have Sportsy Girl 88 said Candemonium. That's a fun one. Uh, then you have Coaster underscore memes saying Teron. The layout combined with fantastic surroundings and music just makes such a cozy and cool experience. And then 
Press Platinum Pass says Adventure Express. That is pretty relaxing. Except when it's beating you up. But it is very relaxing. I'll give him that. It's a nice smooth ride there. And then we have uh, Nero Coaster says Tennessee Tornado. Oh my goodness. I wrote that a while back and I am not comforted by that. But hey, if it if it's your way to relax and get your mind off things, awesome. Thank you there, Nero. Next is Wild Gazers. They said Lost Coaster. Cool. And then Ryan underscore Hoops24 says Iron Rattler. And then United States of Amusement said Locosomo. All right. And then we have Drew Cheshire here with... I have a second answer, so... Actually, I'll read his first one right below that. It says, Afterburn at Carowinds. Short cues, usually, and a fun, not frightening ride. And then he said his second answer um, was Vunderbolt. So, nice. And that's at Busch Gardens, uh, Williamsburg. Awesome. And then we have Stephen Banks over here, who was our winner of the... Um, Chasing Roller Coasters book, and Steven said Twisting Timber, Twisted Timbers. I'm sorry there, but that's that seems like a fun ride. Can't wait to ride that coaster eventually. And then Dish.007 said Nitro. And then along the track block said The Beast at Kings Island. And Brad Odds and Ends also said Beast at Kings Island. And then Baker Street Coaster said the Soir. Uh, Coaster Cat 11, or 112 says Leviathan at Canada's Wonderland. Y'all, I don't know. I'm losing it today. But <laughs> Coaster Cat uh, 112 says Leviathan at Canada's Wonderland. Perfect after a stressful day. And I've heard that as well for many people. So I might have to make my way up over the border someday to check that out and check out uh, Canada's Wonderland. I just hear it's a beautiful park with quite a bit of um, coaster collection there. So cool. And then uh, coasters with Matt says Manta at SeaWorld uh, San Diego. And it's pretty uh, relaxing with just enough thrill to keep me coming back. Uh, Miss Katie said Jersey Devil Coaster. And then Rail Fan Coaster says Candemonium. And Thrill Stuff says after HWN this year, or Hollywood Nights, I'd have to say Thunderbird. Uh, spinning all night, uh, marathoning it was so peaceful. And a pure bliss. Never had a coaster experience like that. So awesome. Thank you all so much for participating in last week's question of the week. Uh, be sure to participate in this week's question of the week with uh, what is your favorite fall, Halloween, harvest, uh, event, or tradition that you like to have? Let us know in those comments, and we will be posting that question tomorrow, um, Tuesday, August 29th. Goodness, this year has flown by fast think about it on friday we will be in september which kicks off a lot of these halloween fall festival events 
and before you know it, we'll be in Winterfest. We'll be in all these Christmas events. So it's crazy to think that this year, 2023, is almost over. Goodness. But let's enjoy it while we have it. And let's enjoy these fall festivities and traditions of ours. So let us know tomorrow, Tuesday, August 29th, on our social media, what is your favorite fall Halloween event or tradition? Good stuff. But awesome. And right now, before we close off this week's uh, episode of the Ride of Your Life podcast, we have a few announcements. And you know what? We all need a little um, tip trick for our trips to the park. So I'm going to go ahead and give us one. So this week, I know a lot of parks around the U.S. have experienced some very, 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 a thousand times very hot weather. Uh, So my tip, especially as the season passes are coming out, definitely take advantage of the um, refillable drink um, passes and promotions at your local park. You will need them. And usually they're not too expensive. Honestly, if you get a season pass at a park, definitely consider getting the drink pass along with it uh, because it will come in handy, especially if we have weather like this for the next summers or whatever. But uh, I know Cedar Fair, and here's a little permission for Cedar Fair, Next year, they have the Drink Plan Plus, uh, which allows you to get your drinks, obviously, every uh, 15 minutes. But also, they're including ices, and then during the cold seasons, they have um, hot chocolate and uh, coffee. So, like, your hot drinks, those are included. So, if you are part of Cedar Fair's um, season pass, whether it's gold or if for some reason you got prestige, um, I highly recommend including that drink plan. Maybe even the drink plus. Definitely check into that. That's my tip for you all this week. But as far as announcements go for Ride of Your Life Ministries, we've got some exciting things coming up. Some awesome, happy, exciting news, and a little bit of sad news, which we've got a while away for that. But I'll start with the bad news first. In December, we will be taking a break. So at the end of November, we will be um, closing out season two of the podcast, which I've enjoyed doing this podcast. And we're looking forward to keeping this format. I don't know how you all have felt about the new format, but I like it. And um, you know what? Let us know. Uh, let us know on our um, DMs, on social media. Just let us know how, what you think of the podcast. Uh, Is there anything you liked, didn't like, should change, keep? Let us know. Um, This will help us with Season 3, which will be coming back in January. So the final episode of Season 2, I'm actually having to pull up my calendar here. So the final episode of Season 2 of the Ride Your Life podcast is on Monday, November 27th. So it's right after Thanksgiving. So we're going to end out this season giving thanks to the Lord for what he's done and just giving thanks to you all uh, for what uh, you mean to us here at Rive Your Life Ministries. So uh, mark that on your calendars. But we will be returning with a whole new season, season three of the Rive Your Life podcast on January 1st. Yeah, we're going to be returning on January 1st. How convenient. (laughs) So I don't know if we'll do January 1st or the week after, but uh, we will be returning in January 2024. 
with brand new episodes of the podcast, more interviews. Um, yeah. And speaking of interviews, we've got some really cool guests coming on the podcast here soon. So coming up on September 11th, Monday, September 11th, is a new friend of mine. His name is Mike Basco, and he is uh, he's a great guy. You'll love him. He's a coaster enthusiast, and he's also um, going to college to study digital media or digital content creation, and specifically with radio production. And he's going to share with us a little bit of what he's learning and some of the cool experiences he's had with this. He's got to meet some pretty cool artists, and he'll talk about that. And uh, just some of the cool things with that. I can't wait for you guys to meet Mike Basco. You'll love him. And uh, just get to learn a bit of his testimony, what he's doing with his uh, college program, and uh, a few other little things about him. So stay tuned for September 11th, and that's with Mike Basco. And here's an exciting one, too. So we got Mike Basco, which is awesome. You're going to love him. But on Monday... September 25th, we have a very interesting guest. He is, his name is Zach Gleros, and he is the creator and founder and um, show director, like the head guy of Sir Henry's Haunted Trail down in Plain City, Florida. And you might be wondering... All right. That's interesting. We've got some cool things to talk about with Zach and uh, he's going to be sharing how Sir Henry's got started. But also, if you look at their website, they have a verse on there. So we'll leave it at that, but that's going to leave you at a cliffhanger for the uh, 25th episode. Uh, so September 25th, we're going to be having Zach Glaros of the Sir Henry's Haunted Trail in Plain City, Florida. We're so excited for that one, too. And uh, we have a few more guests that we'll introduce over time as we get closer to those. But uh, for the remainder of the season, it's almost going to be every other week. We're going to have a special guest on the podcast. So stay tuned. We're going to make more announcements as we get closer to those. But we have Mike and Zach coming on these next few weeks. You don't want to miss these. And invite your friends to listen to these. We know it'll be an encouragement. And, um exciting episodes for you guys to listen to. So uh, we got a few more things as well with the podcast. We are looking for some stories to include in the podcast. We're going to do another blind reaction uh, with Ryan and myself, and we're going to have someone be the moderator of that. It might be Leah, it might be Kenzie. We don't know yet. Uh, we'll see who the moderator is going to be, but Ryan and I are going to do some blind reactions to uh, some stories. And they're going to be your stories. So we need you to help us out with sending us some stories of some funny, hilarious, just straight up odd, um, just something you want us to react to as far as Halloween, fall, harvest, festival events. So um, it could be a story from HHN. It could be a story from Tricks and Treats Fall Festival at Kings Island, whatever it may be. If you got a funny fall story, or Halloween story, let us know and we will react to them in real time. So how can you send them in? Well, you got two options. You can send us a DM on social media, or you can visit our website, driverlifeministries.com. And 
you can visit our contact page, or I might even throw up a page on the main page, the homepage, whatever you want to call it, um, to where you can send us a message uh, with your story or stories, depending on if you're going to add multiple ones. So go ahead and send those in, and we will do a blind reaction of that to kick off our fall, October, Halloween fun season. So uh, we will do that blind reaction sometime at the beginning of October. So go ahead and send those in and we'll let you know a deadline when we'll record that episode. So, yep, that's some things to look forward to Thrive Your Life. Um, also, the merch shop is getting some new designs here soon. So check out Uh We are retiring a few designs, including the Rock the Smoky shirt that's going away. Uh... There's one more design that might be going soon. So definitely check out the store and grab some merch if you'd like to do that. Uh, we're going to keep it up to date. And uh, we might throw a few previous designs back in the shop uh, so you can have those for Christmas. And um, it'd be a great gift there. So um, definitely check out ThriveLifeShop.com. Uh, visit us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Threads. Connect with us there. Visit our website, as I mentioned, RiveYourLifeMinistry.com. And as always, you can text us here at Rive Your Life Ministries at our new number, which is 513-285-8319. And again, that's 513-285-8319. And connect us there. We want to uh, be a blessing and help to you. And you can just uh, uh, reach out to there. And if you have a prayer request, um, just need advice from God's word, um, just need to talk uh, to somebody about just something going on in life. Um, we'd love to be there and uh, help you through it. The help of the Lord. So with that being said, I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode. We look forward to next week's episode here on the Rive Your Life podcast. So stay tuned for that. And as always, uh, just keep God number one and seek him above all else, as Blaine reminded us today in our uh, Word from the Word segment. Choose Jesus above all else. And the Bible tells us to seek him first. Uh, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. God bless you all, and we will see you next week here on the Pride for Life podcast. Peace! Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Variety of Your Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider leaving a review or ranking on your preferred podcast platform. Your feedback helps us reach more people with the good news of Jesus Christ, as well as brings up more discussion on all things coasters and parks. Stay connected with the Royal Fan through our website, RiveYourLifeMinistries.com, as well on social media at Ride of Your Life Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, and Threads. Also, be sure to check out our merch store, rideofyourlifeshop.com, for some awesome royal merch. We hope you all have a great week, and we look forward to the next episode next Monday. God bless. We hope to see you all in the parks. Peace!